Welcome to the Ashram Podcast, made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. Visit ashram.org slash membership to learn more and become an Ashram member. So the new year has brought a new CPHRM exam with some significant changes, including more of an emphasis on claims and litigation. And here to fill you in on the changes and what resources are available to help you study for the exam is Cheryl Peters, Senior Director of Risk Management for Community Health Systems Incorporated. That's a for-profit healthcare company located in Franklin, Tennessee, with 102 affiliated hospitals in 18 states. Cheryl is a fellow of the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management and serves as Ashram's lead faculty for the CPHRM prep course. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you. We've got the right person for the job here, that's for sure. Well, thank you very much. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you do for community health systems to get started. I have been with community health systems for about 18 years. I was with HCA prior to that for about the same amount of time. Been in risk management for about 30 years and a nurse for 40. And just really excited to really provide for my company you know, some risk management resource, uh, education. I also do disclosure assistance with our facilities, help them with just patient safety initiatives that mitigate risk and claims. So you mentioned that you're a nurse, and I mentioned that you're an Ashram fellow, but you also have the credential that we're talking about today, which is the CPHRM. Tell us why you think that's an important credential to have. I believe it's important to have the credential because it is the only credential that is recognized and it proves to employers and potential employers that you have the requisite knowledge to perform the functions of a risk manager. It isn't expected, though, until you have the requisite amount of hours of on-the-job experience before you can actually sit down and take the exam, which is also important because people do need to be, uh, as young risk managers, they they have a learning curve. And uh, I don't believe any exam is really a valid exam if there's not some experience first. Uh, Otherwise, it would just be all book knowledge and not really application to what we do on a day-to-day basis as risk managers. Are there other eligibility requirements to take the test? There's an education and healthcare experience requirement. So it depends on what type of background uh, education you have. And so it starts out with the longest amount of um, time before you're eligible is if you only have a high school diploma or equivalent, that'd be nine years of experience in healthcare setting uh, versus an associate or bachelor's. A bachelor's requires five years of experience in a healthcare setting. And that's just general healthcare. That's not risk management experience. There's that risk management experience criteria also, which is 3,000 hours. Uh, And that's about 50% of a full-time job duties within three years. Or full-time within about a year and a half, you would be eligible because a work year is 2,080 hours. So so a year and a half of full-time risk management or three years of part-time risk management would make you eligible 
by experience to take the exam. Do you have a general rule of thumb about when a good time is to take this, how far into your career? I believe that if people really start working towards it around year two, if they're doing it full time, then they're ready to take it by about two and a half years. Like I said, you can take it at a year and a half, which makes you eligible. And of course, the more experience you have, you know, the more likely you are to pass the exam, in my opinion. But that's really a self-determined requirement, I think, of yourself. If you think that you're knowledgeable and have enough experience at a year and a half, then I say take it at a year and a half. Um, if, if you need a little bit more experience behind you, then that's perfectly fine, too. I've had people that have had 25 years of risk management experience take the test for the first time. Is this a pretty tough test? It is tough. It is tough. I've talked to a lot of people that have taken the test, and they say it's probably as tough as you know some of the boards of nursing or, or whatever degree that, that they have, uh, because it's not usually a younger person that's in risk management. We're, we're all a little older. We're just now starting to really get risk managers motivated at a much younger age to, to join our profession. So we're a little, we have a little angst in test taking and test taking on a computer. That was my first time to take a test on a computer and it was a little bit daunting, I must admit. Yeah. So why don't you talk about the process a little bit because there is an application piece to this and then you actually have to go to a center, usually an H&R block or something similar, but you physically have to get yourself somewhere to take this test. There is a list of the centers, and it's on the website, the AHA Certification Center uh, webpage. You can get there through the Ashram webpage, or you can go directly to AHA and search for the Certification Center and pick risk management. And it walks through how to apply to take the exam and then where those exam centers are that you can go to and take the exam online. It's offered twice a day during most days of the year. Uh, I believe it's nine in the morning, one in the afternoon. So I like to tell people, you know, do the time based on what kind of person you are. I'm not a morning person, so I picked a 1 p.m. If I was a morning person, I would have picked nine. I also picked one that was on a Monday morning. That kind of hurt me, though, because you have a 72-hour window in which you can postpone that test if you get right up on it and you're just not ready. Um, you can postpone it for a short amount of time. But since I had a Monday morning, uh, it really forced me to get up and get it done on Monday morning. Um, and I didn't get to postpone it, good or bad. I don't know what that was, but um, it was what it was. So I was a little had a little angst going in because of that. And then people tell me that if they are have to drive for a couple of hours um, because they're not near a large metropolitan city that has one of the centers, you know, they would prefer to take it at 1 p.m. gives them a lot of cushion time to make sure they don't run into traffic and miss that uh, opportunity to take it. If you're 15 minutes late, they won't let you in. 
Boy, this is sounding like the SATs. <laughs> it does. It does. As you're taking the exam, your your picture's there. They've got a camera on you to make sure you're not cheating in that little room. Yeah, I mean, it really was like the SATs or, or my boards when I took those uh, in nursing. But it, it's a serious exam. They really want to make sure that the right person is the person that's taken the exam is who they say they are and that it's that it's your knowledge in which they're they're giving this credential. So it is very organized, I'll say, for lack of a better word. You're listening to the Ashram Podcast, made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. You can visit ashram.org slash membership to learn more and become an Ashram member. And our guest today is Cheryl Peters. She's Senior Director of Risk Management for Community Health Systems in Franklin, Tennessee. She also serves as Ashram's lead faculty for the CPHRM prep course, and that's what we've been talking about. And we should shift now, I think, Cheryl, to what's actually covered on the test and note that there have been some changes made that uh, just took effect in 2020. The changes really are in the five different categories that are on the test. We have clinical inpatient safety. We have risk financing. We have legal and regulatory. The fourth one is healthcare operations. And the fifth is claims and litigation. That's not changed from the old exam to the new exam. What has changed is the number of questions on the exam in those categories. Those are determined based on what we've turned in and in our job evaluation from ASHRAM that they sent out, looking to see how much of your job is in each one of those areas. Then they reweight the exam, and that's what changed it in January. Such as in clinical patient safety, that was 35 out of 100 questions. It went down to 25 out of 100 questions. Risk financing went up. It went up from 10 questions to the new exam now has 15 questions. Legal and regulatory had 24 in the past. It went down to 20 questions. Healthcare operations stayed the same at 20 questions. And claims made the biggest jump from five questions to 20 questions on the new exam. I think people are, have gotten the idea pretty well here that it's a it's a difficult test, it's comprehensive, and really need to prepare for it. So can you talk a little bit about the resources that are available to help people get ready? I can. You know, we all study differently. We all prepare differently. So Ashram really felt like we needed to give you lots of ways in order to prepare. You know, first, risk managers need to have the fundamentals handbook from Ashram. They also need to have playbooks. And the playbooks that I would recommend are those that you feel that you have the most deficit in knowledge. There's one on risk financing. There's one on claims and litigation. There's one on obstetrical risk. And we'll continue to publish playbooks. And that's really how to actually apply the knowledge. So I think both of those are really good study tools for us. There's also a preparation guide, and now we have the seventh edition available through the AHA bookstore to purchase, and it was totally redone in January as well to coordinate with the new test. 
it's formatted very differently than in the past. Some of the past um, prep guides were more in an outline fashion, and we did this year take an opportunity to put it more in a narrative fashion, and that was probably one of my ideas because if I look at an outline, I personally think, oh, yeah, I know that, I know that, I know that, because I see a trigger word. But if you really dive in into the, some of these topics, you think, oh, maybe I don't know everything that I need to know in order to pass the exam. So it really gives you some nuggets of information to help prepare for the exam. And it will always tell you that in preparation for the exam, you really need to spend your time preparing where your weaknesses are. So it helps you identify your weaknesses. The, the other way that we would like to offer you to prepare for the exam is to attend either an in-person preparation course, and those are offered at the Ashram Academy in the spring. It's offered at the Express uh, that Ashram puts on in the summer, which is usually held in Chicago, um, or it's offered before the annual conference, and you will have two faculty members for two solid days going over all five of these areas and giving you information in which to, again, help identify your weaknesses or to identify your strengths and your preparation for the exam and are you ready. The other really new program is the online program. In the past, what you saw if you took the online course was just a reiteration of what you would see in the live course. But Ashram really took a big step forward and partnered with a company, and we put this exam preparation online, worked with a professional educator who went through education techniques on the computer. You will see not just slides like you used to see. You're going to actually see you know, different ways to learn on there, ways to go back and forth, or there's a there's a toolbox on there that has additional resources that you can click on. It's just, it's just we've come into the, the current century, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. So are there other resources you'd like to point out? And then I'll give folks the web address where they can learn more about all of this. I told you that I personally had a little bit of angst doing the online exam. If that's who you are, there's also one other resource that's available to you, which I, I think is great. It's the online self-assessment exam. It's put on again by the certification center. So it's either retired questions or it is questions that maybe didn't quite make it to the exam, didn't make that educational cut, but really great questions. It will give you the ability to take the exam, that exam online and to identify, gee, I did really well, or I did poorly, and here's the areas I did poorly in. Just one other preparation to help not only with the knowledge component, but it also helps you with knowing whether you're a good test taker on a computer. Well, that is really quite a rich array of resources there. The Fundamentals Handbook, the Playbooks, Preparation Guide, there's in-person prep courses, there's the online assets that uh, you've just heard about. You can learn more about all of that and more on the exam itself by going to www.ashram.org. 
slash education slash CPHRM. That's ashram.org slash education slash CPHRM. I want to thank our guest for being with us today, Cheryl Peters. She is the Senior Director of Risk Management for Community Health Systems Incorporated in Franklin, Tennessee. She's a fellow of the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management and serves as Ashram's lead faculty for the CPHRM prep course. Thanks very much for being with us today. You've been listening to the Ashram podcast that's made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. You can visit ashram.org slash membership to learn more and become an Ashram member. Thanks for listening.